Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. She has met Adama of Telos, and we're going to hear all about it and so much more. Lori Ladd, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, and welcome to Quantum Conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to share everything that's been coming in this year. So um, all kinds of new information and um, new energies, new frequencies. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty tangible and palpable, so I'm excited to share with everybody what's been coming in. Yes, we definitely want to get to the latest because I know we're all feeling it. If we're not feeling it, we're definitely sensing it. We're definitely hearing the call of our heart, which could be these other energies and beings that are here to assist us. And that's what's going to make this a very exciting time to really step up into new earth creations and to a deeper connection with ourselves. This couldn't be closer to our hearts. Lemuria, mm. Telos, and Mount Shasta, mm. Adama, mm. the high priest who rules that inner earth city. So I get goosebumps just uh, as we enter this conversation here. We really want to hear your firsthand story of being in Mount Shasta and making this connection. Yeah, you know, as you're talking about it and um, as humanity is waking up and remembering these lifetimes that we've had. The Lemurians are, first of all, extremely excited that they actually get to now participate very um, consciously with everybody, um, that people are remembering, and that there is a group that are, have been waiting um, for thousands of years for this time right now to really assist us as much as they possibly can, just like the ascended masters, just like the star beings, the Lemurians have been waiting um, because the deep connection that we have with, with Lemuria is when people talk about the new earth, it's, it's very similar to how we were living on Lemuria. And so 
Um, and, and, and the reason we're, we're more deeply kind of connecting to Lemuria as opposed to Atlantis, because both lived, around, both were around at the same time, both were highly evolved civilizations. But Atlantis was more of that masculine energy and Lemuria is more of the feminine energy. And so that is what we are waking up to. And so I imagine the new earth being a combination of those two together. Um, but the reason we are so, um, ready for that Lemurian remembrance is because it's that heart-centered consciousness that we as humanity are waking up to. And Mount Shasta is a portal, right? There are many, many portals around the world that are really pulling in very strong frequencies right now and accessing stargates, accessing different dimensions, and it can be a little difficult sometimes for people to understand, well, how can a physical mountain actually hold other frequencies and dimensions? And if you just understand it as light, okay, so energy is light and energy will spin. And the faster energy spins, the higher the frequency is, the less you can see, right? So we're very low. We're, we, our light is very dense, so we don't spin that fast. We're heavy. The higher in dimension you go, the lighter you are, the less you can see. But you can experience it in your etheric bodies. You can, we are learning how to now experience these dimensions in our other bodies, in our light bodies. And it's an opportunity. It's an absolute, it's something that we can do. I do it every day with people, people that have never done it before. I can take them into these dimensions and these frequencies. That's the gift that we're being given. And so when you are guided into these other dimensions, and you can call them portals, right? You can call them stargates. You are accessing dimensions that exist at the same time as this dimension exists, right? But it gives you the ability to feel these other beings, see these other beings, hear these other beings. And the purpose of it right now, well, there's multiple purposes for this. It's, it's kind of unfolding as I continue my work. But it starts with who are you, right? What are you doing here on the planet? What is your connection to Lemuria? How many lifetimes have you had? A lot of beings are remembering the gifts they had on Lemuria. And what's happening is it's inside their cells, right? And so as they wake up, the gifts they had on Lemuria are the gifts within them that are waking up. So a lot of people that are called to go in and visit Lemuria and have that homecoming feeling is this remembrance of what you as a third dimensional being are walking back into. It's like, oh my, you're, it's almost like you're looking back at yourself and recognizing that that's who you are and that's who you are now and that's what you're walking into. Um, and then the other sort of larger perspective that's become very potent this year in 2018 is the magnitude of our family of light that's waiting for us. So it is, it's like there's multiple layers of who we are, right? 
And okay, yes, we lived on Lemuria. Yes, we lived in Atlantis. Yes, we lived on other civilizations beyond that. And we came from a system of light, right? And we came from source, right? So it's like there's all these layers. But what's important right now as a third dimensional being shifting into higher frequencies is remembering who we are, remembering our multidimensionality, remembering our gifts, remembering that we're connected to a family of light that is here to create miracles, is here to make our life easy and effortless. So we're being asked to walk into these new paradigms that we're not used to, that we used to live on Lemuria and Atlantis. We're remembering that. And there are many, there are millions of people that have never lived on Lemuria and Atlantis, but are volunteers waking up, right? So there's just a gamut of volunteers, light workers, um, that all have their own path of coming down onto the planet. And even for those that have never lived on Lemuria, you know, they came from a system of light. And so these beings, it's like, all they want, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what what you do for a living, it doesn't matter your socioeconomic status, it doesn't matter if you understand ascension, it doesn't matter if you don't if you know Lemuria, it doesn't matter about any of that. It's these beings are here to help you. And how do we begin to access them? And how do we begin to feel them? And how do we begin to trust and know that they're guiding us and walking with us? And it's hard. It's um, because we're, it's not, you know, one of the, the messages that they're constantly giving me and, and Adama is always giving is how human we are and how adorable we are as humans, how cute we are as human beings kind of moving through this process. Because as a human being, we're very serious and we're very like, how do we do this? And are we doing it right? And, you know, get, can you define these things for me? And, um, and what's the next book that I need to read in order to learn what I'm going through? And, and so they're always kind of joking about how serious we take our process. And, um, and if we can just, you know, lighten up and, and kind of soften into the whole thing and really ground down like I'm like these beings of light are always telling me how heavy can you get how heavy can you get in your body how 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 much can you get in and down and then feel us because you can't work with them and ideally I mean you really can't work with most light beings and, and ascended masters, any of that, unless you're in your body, unless you are in, because the messages come from here. The feeling comes from here. The information comes from here. Everything comes from inside. Eventually, you begin to feel them outside of you, right? And you can start to really feel their energy. Eventually, you'll be able to see the light outside of you. But it starts here, right? And the only way you can get to this information is to get in and and allow yourself to get real physical. And we're not used to that. Um, we're not used to that at all as human beings. We don't like to feel. We don't like to be in our bodies. We don't like to move through. I mean, think about 2017. I mean, so many of us, 
we're being called to really come in, come in, come in, come in, get in the body, get in the body, get in the body, get in your body. And there's a very unconscious part of us that doesn't, we always think we're in our bodies. Well, I'm in my body. I'm in my body. And no, you're not in your body. Because once we're in our body, we think we're going cuckoo. We're like, what is all of this emotion? And how come I'm going like this all the time? And, and you're, you're learning as we're shifting into multidimensional beings, we are learning that emotion is coming and going, right? This up and down is normal. The more we can get in and settle into that space, the more we will be like, okay, this is okay. I'm totally safe being here. I'm totally safe feeling high and low because I know it doesn't last. I understand that on a higher level, this light's coming in. And what's happening in 2018 is the physical body now is kind of catching up to the light, right? So the physical body is now having to assimilate, acclimate to all of this. Um, it's like we're ready to keep going and the body's like, hold, please. Because what happens is we are, there's a lot of light coming in. And what's been happening is we feel it and then it goes. We feel it and then it goes, right? There's this like, oh, I'm super aligned. I'm super connected. I can feel the beings around me. And then it's gone, right? And then you're like, oh, I feel completely out of alignment. Every, I don't feel connected. I'm not channeling. I'm, you know, you, there's that back and forth, right? So what's happening this year is your physical body is really starting to hold, hold it more. How, how it's almost like, if there was an actual timeline, right, if there was time, if time actually existed, it would be like your body is learning how to hold more of this light longer. The longer it can hold it, right, and assimilate it, the longer we will be in that space that everybody wants to be in. Um, and when you can be in that space and you can have that, frequency within your body and really feel it, it's easier to connect. It's easier to feel the beings. It's easier to hear them. Um, and so they've just been saying over and over again, come into the body, come into the body, come into the body, feel your belly, feel the belly, feel your toes, feel your toes walking on the ground, you know, uh, feel your jaw when it's, when it's moving and eating. I mean, really coming into the physical body. And if you can, if you can physically imagine what's happening to us, which is, unfortunately, we can't physically see what's going on, but if you could physically see the amount of light that's coming into us now and your physical body having to acclimate to it, adjust, shift, hold more of it, the physical body is so, so dense um, and it's doing the best it's, it can. And that's why, you know, there's that exhaustion. That's why there's the crashing. That's why there's, um, you know, all these physical symptoms that are going on. But, um, uh, yeah, so it's like it, there's a lot more of, of getting down, getting in, and, um, and feeling, feeling your feet on the ground, feeling that dense, dense body um, so that you can feel these beings. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and going into Telos, when you go into Telos, there's what these star beings are doing is they're opening these, they call them stargates or portals. 
that allow you to access these higher frequencies. And then they, what they do is they will, they will sit with you and they will, they will give you, they'll, they'll teach you how to experience their energy. Um, how do you feel them? How do you experience it? So it's like, a, it's like, I mean, they're teaching us now instead of just like, Oh, here we are. And here's the knowledge and information you need. It's like, no, let me teach you how to, experience us let me teach you what you need to do in order to feel us on a regular basis um and and what does that look like what does that feel like how do you do it and you know it's really interesting because i really honestly i don't know how it works um i don't know how going into mount shasta and these portals i really don't know how it works it's 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 magic to me and it's the most amazing gift Ever, because for those 90 minutes that you're inside, you get to feel. I mean, I, you, I don't care who you are off the street. You could not know anything about Ascension. And I bring you into Mount Shah. I bring you into those portals. And you feel. You remember who you are. You remember. You're shown. You're shown the bigger picture. You're shown. You're not only shown, but you feel it. So there's a difference between knowing you're a volunteer. There's a difference between knowing that you're a Lemurian, knowing that you've had lifetimes, and then feeling it in your body, feeling it, and weeping, weeping, and weeping, and weeping because you're remembering, weeping because you're finally in the, in the arms of these beloved beings that have been holding you since the second you came in, remembering that you're not alone and feeling that feeling that you're not alone, that it's like when you sit in the arms of these beings, you are surrounded. You feel so loved and held and all they want is that. All they want is for you to just remember Remember the contract that you made with them. Remember the last time you came into the physical body, what you said and what you guys were going to do and how they were going to come in at this time right now. And it doesn't make it any easier being out here, right? It's not like, oh, you go in and you experience them and then life is grand. It's, it's just as challenging when you come back out, but you never forget going forward. You have that. The feeling is in you, and so you can't forget it. So you can always tap into that. You can always come back to that remembrance and what it felt like. And, I mean, it's the most amazing gift. It's just an amazing gift because you get to see and feel who you are, where you came from. Um and how loved, how deeply loved, you get to feel it, how loved you are, how loved and honored you are. You get to see and feel the lifetimes that we've lived over and over and over again to get to right now, to get to right now. And the magnitude of that, right, or the beings that came straight down from a star system and this is their first life. The courage that took, the commitment that took, right? And, and, and to remember that, um, 
And to have this family of light to remind you. And when you're in that energy, you feel like you are home. It's like, oh, my God, this is, I remember. It's, you know, um, I took a group of, a group via Zoom on a journey. And it was the first time I did, like, a really large group. So I wasn't sure how it was going to be because when I'm in there, I'm connected to the person I'm guiding and I can feel them and I know what they're doing. I know if they leave their body, I, I can give them all the messages. So it's really one-on-one. And so a large group, it's like, oh my, I mean, imagine, you know, 45 other kind of etheric bodies that you're having to like navigate in this field. And, and when I go in, I never know what's going to happen. So I'm, I don't have a plan. I just, whatever is shown is what's next. And it was amazing where they took these, where they took us. They took us to this really large room and it was like, um, auditorium seats, like, like you're watching a basketball game, right? So those, they're, but like in high school, it's like a high school gym they kind of took us to. So there are those long seats that you just, long benches, right? Layers. Bleachers. Bleachers. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I've been waiting for that word. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't think of that. Bleachers. So they had us in these bleachers and all of a sudden, there were the Lemurians, and then there were about 14 different star system light beings that showed up. And they said to every single person, they said, does this room feel familiar to you? Connect to this room, right? And so everybody started connecting to the energy of the room. And they said, before you came, even right now as I'm talking, I get chills. Before you came down. And this isn't for everybody, but this is for a lot of people. Before you came down, this is this this is similar to the space you were in energetically. There weren't really bleachers, but it was this sort of energetic space where we, your family of light, were connecting with you on what this was going to be like, what you were entering into, what you agreed to jump into, what your uh, experiences were going to be, what your family was going to be, what your um, Akashic records were going to be, right? And and so it was almost like this prepared space that they were reminding us of that we did with these beings of light and that they were reminding us that they were always going to be there, that there was, and that there would be a time, which is right now, that there would be a time where we would open our, we would wake up. It'd be like, oh my goodness, that's, there's something about this, right? There's something about the fam, my star seed, my star family. And this was all planned. This is all divine. It's all exactly how it's supposed to go. But they were showing us energetically through feeling, um, the moment that we were like, okay, we're going in, we're going down. We we're, we're doing this. Um, and the commitment we made and the beings that were there the whole time with us, guiding us, holding us. Um, and that now it, now's the time right now is this is the time where we come back together. This is the time where we reconnect with them that's why everybody's waking up to star seed and star families and all of that. Right. It's becoming like really big, big, big words because that's who we are, you know, and, and it's important for us to connect to that because that is how we, we are not supposed to be doing this alone. 
We're absolutely not supposed to be doing this alone. When we lived on Lemuria and Atlantis, we didn't do this alone. Our star families were constantly working with us. That's how we were, that's how we learned everything we learned. That's how we knew all of these amazing, highly advanced skills that we had, right? They were constantly flowing stuff through us. It's just hard to understand that because we, we aren't there any longer. But that's what's happening. That's what the new earth is going to look like. The new earth is going to be us co-creating with these beings all the time, um, all the time. And and so, you know, now it's like, okay, the rubber hits the road. Here we go. Are you guys ready? Right? And it's like, oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, I guess I'm ready, you know. And then and And that's when it becomes there's only so much they can do. And then we have to walk through it, right? We have to trust. We have to surrender. We have to have faith. We have to not see anything. Because they can't, they can't walk, they can't take our feet and like walk us, right? But they can guide us through their messages and their energy, you know, and you can hear it, right? We always hear those voices of like, okay, you need to go do this, but I don't want to go do this, but you need to go do this, but I don't want to go do this, you know? And, but that's the that's the getting into your body and listening and feeling and then taking that step. And I'm my own experience with working with them pretty tangibly right now, loudly is and with all the clients, this is what they're saying. And this is the challenging part of really moving into this next step of awakening is you don't know anything and there's no book. There's no book that they give you that says, Hey, here's how it's going to go. First, you're going to do this and then you're going to do this. And when you do this, this is going to open and then this is going to open and then it's going to look like this. That is not how the process works. It's quite the opposite. It is a, Hey, you need to do this. And there is a blank screen. Like, what does that look like? What do you mean? What am I going to get? How am I going to live? Where's my money going to come from, right? Like, but that's all you get. That's it. And do you have this, the faith and the trust and the surrendering to know that this, that they have your highest good at hand and that's the next step. And the reason, I know that people are probably saying, well, why, why, why wouldn't they just give us more? Because we're human beings with an ego. And we're going to start to dissect it. And we're going to be like, well, actually, yeah, I don't think I want to go there. I'd rather go over here with all of this stuff, right? And you're going to dissect it and, and, and try to control it. So the mm-hmm. less information you have, believe it or not, the easier it is for them to move you. But that's really hard for us, right? Like, what do you mean I have to move to Mount Shasta? Oh, you got to move to Mount Shasta. But what does that look like? We're not going to tell you until you, well, how am I going to make a living? You have to just go. And then the next step opens for you, right? Then the next thing opens for you. But how do you, how do you teach that? The only way to teach it is for you yourself to go through it, right? You can't, you can't teach this stuff. You can't teach surrender. You can't teach faith. You can't teach trust. It's like, you have to just be 
forced to do it, right? And and what's happening with a lot of us is we're sick and tired of it. We're sick and tired of the world we're living in. We're ready, right? So many of us are like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready to step into my purpose. I'm ready to go and do what I'm here to do. I'm ready to speak. I'm ready to stand up. I'm ready to share. I'm ready to do all this stuff, right? And then it's like, okay, this is what's next then. And then it's like, oh, shoot, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not quite sure. And it's like, you got to just do it, right? It's like, and that's the new human. You know, you think about when, what, how it was like to live on Lemuria. They were present moment. Present moment means present moment, right? Present moment. They lived from their hearts, which means they were in their bodies, even though they were light. They were extremely light. They were lived in their bodies and they felt their heart. So everything came from the heart, the decisions, the, 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 the manifestations. It was all heart centered, right? Um, they, they knew that miracles were, were, miracles were just life. There wasn't even, there wasn't even a word of miracles, right? It was just like, if this is my next highest thing, then this is what's going to come. Um, and they didn't have any, they didn't control anything. Um, so we're moving into that space. What we have to understand, this is, this is what it means to ascend. This is what it means to start to move into that quote unquote new earth or whatever that's going to look like, right? These, these new realities, these new paradigms, these portals that are opening for us to step into. Um, and it gets real. It's like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. So I actually have to do stuff like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Wait a second. I have to actually trust. Oh my goodness. Hold on a second. Like I, you know, and It's not easy. It's not easy. You know, it's not easy. Um, And the other thing that's coming in right now also is, you know, there's nothing that, you know, I'm thinking of the the woman or the man right now that's listening to this and saying, well, I've got three kids, right? And I work at a bank and I'm making all this money and I have to do this to make a living. Right. Mm -hmm. But I know there's a higher purpose for me. I have a lot of those clients right now, right? Mm-hmm. And they're in that space. And it's like, listen, here's the thing about waking up in ascension. Nobody, there's no rules, right? It's not like you have to be like, well, to be a good ascensioner, if that's even a word, I have to now quit my job and jump over and start to do this, right? No, not at all. It's like, how much compassion and empathy can you have for yourself as a human being moving through this? And just having the awareness that you don't want to be in this space anymore, that itself is ginormous, right? Like, oh, I'm now aware that I no longer want to be here. That's that's big. How about I'm so grateful that I'm bringing in all this money, right? I'm so grateful that I can support my family right now. I know that I have a bigger purpose. How can I begin to merge the two? Instead of thinking, I have to jump over and start doing this. I've got to get on this path. I have to, you know, how can you merge the two, right? How can you merge them? How can you begin to, instead of these, you know, because people get, they beat themselves up. It's like, well, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, you know, I've had these lifetimes on Lemuria. I should be doing this and this and this, and I'm stuck over here. And that's part of the process of, of, of waking up and really becoming a multidimensional being is okay. So the lesson for you right now is 
How can you be gentle? How can you be okay in the present? How can you trust that for whatever reason, this is what you chose to come into, to experience, to move through? And how can you, how can you blend it? How can you merge it? How can you begin to tap into ways of assisting humanity that will still allow you to take care of your family in a third dimensional way. You know, there's nothing wrong with the third dimension. There's nothing wrong with being a very dense human being. There's going to come a time where we're not going to be in that space anymore. Right. But it's, it's almost like, it's like watching your hair grow, right? Like, it's happening whether we are aware of it or not. So it's not like you're going to go from here to here and all of a sudden you're going to be this enlightened fifth dimensional being or whatever it is that we're moving into. It's a slow process. And how can you be as present as possible in your human experience with it, always being very conscious of, okay, I'm not happy here. This is where I'm at. I know that I want to move over here or I know that I want to start doing this, but this is where I'm at. And how can I make this okay? How can I sit in this and begin to kind of merge the two? You know, people always are like, well, how do I get rid of the ego or how do I not have my ego? It's like the ego is amazing. You know, we love the ego. You know, we don't love the ego, but we should love the ego. The ego's protected us our whole lives. This is all about merging. You know, the star beings are always saying this is not, um, and that's what's so unique about the star beings because for me, um, it's not like a, it's very human. It's like, um, and th that's what they want us to get. It's like how human and, and, and down into the ground can you get feeling all your stuff and still knowing that there are beings of light around you that are holding your hand, walking with you, right? Even the banker, even the, the mailman, even the, you know, every single person that's moving through this. Um, and so it's like, how do you, how do you start to merge? How do you start to merge both? How do you start to hold both of these realities? How do you hold the fact that you have to make a living and that you have a family to take care of and you're a light worker and you're not doing the light worker necessarily doing the work that you think you're supposed to be doing? But how do you start to merge these two realities? How do you start to hold both pieces, right? And this is the same for, let's just say, somebody that's really been doing their work for quite some time, right? And they're being asked to kind of move into these other realities. So they're just on a different playing field. They're just on a different level of, of awakening. So how do you begin to merge these realities of, wow, I'm looking out into this world that I'm not necessarily participating in, like the, the fear and the pain and the torture and all those things are happening, right? We're watching it, but I'm not participating in it, but I'm seeing it and I'm being asked to move to these other levels of awareness and awakening, but this is still happening, right? So it's because you're mm -hmm. still in your body, you're still grounded, you're still experiencing the earth and the third dimension. So, how do you hold these realities? Because we, there are realities that are opening that we are being asked to move into, paradigms that we're being asked to walk into, different timelines that we're being asked to walk into. 
and we still have to look out and 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 be and see what's happening in the world, right? We still have to see what's going on in the government. We still have to see the torture of animals or you know, we that's still happening. But there are time there are portals that are opening that we're being asked to walk into. And that's for me, that's a really challenging piece is is how do I continue to kind of evolve or step into these other realities that, that everything's meant to be easy, that miracles can happen, that, uh, that I'm completely taken care of. And yet all this other horrific stuff's happening on the planet. Do you know what I mean? It's like all of that's real. All of that's happening. And how do I, how do we begin to hold all of it? Like, and that's how I see the star beings is like, Mike, that's how I see them coming in for us is how do you tangibly begin to hold both realities that you're a human being that has to go get in your car and go to the bank and get gas and, and make money and pay your bills. And you have star beings around you that are willing to try to make your life easier and more graceful. Um, and guide you. Literally, that's the reality. Those are the are two very distinct realities that are real, that are happening right now, that we're being asked to walk into um, and hold. And to me, that's what this ascension process is stepping is is asking us to walk into. Is it's one thing to be like, you're a multidimensional being. Did you know that? Yeah, I know that. No, no, no. Did you really know that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, here's how you're going to start to experience it, right? You're going to start to feel these other realities. You're going to start to understand that things can be easy and effortless. And you're going to look and watch, look out the window, and you're going to see pain. And you're going to see people struggling. And you're going to see suffering, right? And there's star beings that are standing right next to you. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of times where I wake up in the morning. And I'm like, listen, I get it. I know that you guys are here, but like sometimes it's just annoying because, you know, the world is still dense. The world is still. How do I hold that? How do I hold that there's star beings here, you know, working with me and 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 there's you know abuse and torture. How do you hold that? It's, you know, that's. That's the realities, you know. Um, it's very real. It's very, it's very, it's very real. And, um, and I think that's part of what people struggle with. It's like, well, in order to be ascending, I've got to be on this path of like completely and always connected to beings of light or ascended masters or channeling or, you know, I've already, I've got to be in that space. That means I'm ascending. That means I'm shifting. That means I'm evolving. And if I'm really dense and in my emotions and in this other stuff, you know, living my life and paying my bills, then I'm not. And it's like, well, no, that's not true at all. We're all ascending no matter what. And you're being asked to hold both. You're being asked to hold both. You're being asked to constantly hold both, merge both all the time, holding both. That's how you shift. That's how you, that's, that's the, that's it, you know, because we're not escaping like everybody knows, you know especially your audience, we know that we're not escaping this physical body. We know that we're not spiritually bypassing and moving up here because we're being asked to come in now. 
Um, so we know all of that, but can you love your humanness just as much as you love the fact that you're connected to these star beings or ascended masters or Lemurians or, you know, whoever it is that you connect with? Um, can you, can you hold both? Can you hold both? It's like, Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I can learn. I can start to do that. Um, Yeah. It's a new earth creation where we are coming up with solutions, especially now as we watch that old paradigm fall and crumble. You know, we can see so many get agitated, even the great um, women's marches that are coming up and around. It's very important to not resist or fight, but to stand up for what we love to be in the heart center, to be compassionate. And this is what, I'm getting chills just thinking about it, this is what people are realizing. When you say that we're being asked to feel and be in the body and to be in both, to be in a vibration where you feel good, you are getting the inspiration. Many don't know that their inspiration is coming from star beings right next to them or their higher self, right? and to take action. I know I talk with lightworkers all over, and as they feel the call to step up, they're like ready, but then they're not. Feeling the ego then, seeing how we hear the call within, but then something comes up to say, oh, no. So how would you suggest that we work with that then, connecting on a regular basis to these star beings or light family such a beautiful description of exactly what is being asked of us and how the ego comes in and how we are programmed to just listen to the ego it's much more comfortable it's very comfortable to listen to the ego safe it's safe it's com it's com it's like i know that i'm okay if i listen to my ego it's it, you know and so that's exactly what's happening as we awaken is, and it's, it is about service. It is about service. And so it's not always easy and it's not always comfortable when you begin to do it. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more comfortable it becomes because you see the aftermath, right? You're like, oh, well, last time I listened, it turned out to be amazing. So maybe this time if I listen and not let my ego drive, it will be amazing again, right? So we're retraining, we're reprogramming the way we live our lives. And the beautiful thing about this is, and one of the things I've been hearing since the beginning of 2018 is you, we have got to become the observer, Right. We have to become the observer and not. And this is the same thing about holding both spaces. Right. It's not about being the observer and really separating yourself. Not at all. It's. Being in the body, watching yourself go through it, feeling it, feeling every part of it and. Watching. Right. So like as you were going through that whole process, 
you could also kind of step out and be like, oh, even if it was for a few seconds, even if it was for one minute, you could at least step out and be like, oh, look at what my ego wants me to do. Look at what my ego is asking me to do. Look at how comfortable that feels. Oh, wait, but I really am intuitively inside of me feeling like this is what I need to do, you know? And so instead of being attached to the experience and sort of like I don't have control over it, we are needing to very, very, very acutely, we are needing to start to watch everything. Um, even if it's just for two seconds, even if it's for like one, you know, you'll learn, you'll start to learn to watch yourself more and more as you begin to do it. And understanding that watching yourself is not disassociating. It is. I am very much in my addiction right now, right? Wow, I am very much in this kind of like thing that I've been doing and doing and doing. Look at how comfortable it is. And then, boop, wow. You know, as I'm like moving through this process of kind of really waking up, look at how loud it's getting, right? So it's going to get louder and louder the more we watch it. It gets louder and louder, right? And that's not a bad thing. Louder and louder just means it's becoming more and more. It's coming to the surface. It's coming to the surface. It's coming to the surface. And then it's going to, right? Eventually it'll, but you have to constantly watch it. What happens is, is when we don't watch it and we're like, oh, this is happening. Let me go and distract myself and do something else. And then it comes up again. Oh, it's happening again. There must be something wrong, blah, 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 whatever that is, right? And the more we can acutely watch everything um, from this higher perspective as we're feeling it. So can you be both? Uh-huh. Then you start to, you start to see your process. You're like, Oh my God, look at how human I am. And it's, it's actually can be a little bit fun because then you're not so attached to, you know, living in Mount Shasta can be good and bad, right? For me, because I'm lonely sometimes and I, and I can really get into these places of feeling alone. And, and that's when I have these arguments with these star beings because I'm like, okay, yeah, it's great that you guys are here and I don't feel alone because you're here, but like I feel lonely. Right. And so I just sit in it. And I just watch, right? So I'm in this feeling of loneliness and I'm moving around my day in this lonely feeling of like, I just want a partner, right? And I'm up here watching it at the same time. I'm like, wow, okay. So you're not trusting right now, which is great. That's fine. Cause you've already been told by the beings that you're going to have somebody come into your life, but you're not trusting it. So that's great. And I'm not trusting it. So why am I going to pretend I am? Right? So. But this part of me is like, look at you're not trusting. Nope, I'm not trusting. You're really in this feeling of being lonely. Yep, I'm really in this feeling of being lonely. That's okay. It's going to pass. I know it's going to pass, right? So you're having this dialogue instead of being like in it, like like this, right? This is part how we're it. used to Overwhelmed yeah. by it. Yeah, and just like mm-hmm. debilitated and like everything sucks. We're being asked to start to literally see like there's another perspective to kind of start to watch um, and observe and just how can you be in that space and how can you love yourself in that space? You know, we always talk about that, you know, and it's like, you know, those, it's like, ah, it's so easy to say that. How do you love yourself? But really that's what we're being asked as we're stepping out and kind of looking down. It's like, okay, how, how much can I love myself in this really uncomfortable space? You know, and it's like, oh, 
really don't love myself that much right now, but at least you're aware of it. You know, at least you're aware that you are nowhere near loving yourself right now. Right. So the more aware you can be, the better. And how you begin to work with these beings for me, what they're asking of me is every, every morning they're asking me to sit. So they're here, right? And this can be anybody. This can be an ascended master. This can be a spirit that you work with. This could be your higher self. This can be anything that you can't physically see, right? You have to bring it into your own awareness. So mentally you're like, yeah, they're there, but, but you move on in your day and you just forget. There could be a week has gone by and you forget that your higher self is with you or these star beings are with you. So what they ask of us now is that every single morning or every single night or throughout your day that you just ask you, it's like a prayer, right? You ask for something. So, um, every morning I sit and I kneel and I never used to do this until 2018 when they asked me to, um, and I ask with them and I, I don't, I just sit and I, I bring, I can feel them, right? So I'm bringing into my awareness, even for those few minutes, that there are beings of light that literally, I mean, I really see them as like, they're, they've like, they're wrapping their like energetic arm around me. That's how I see it and feel it, right? And they're with me. And having that, even on the days where I'm like, I don't care that you guys are right next to me right now. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't, I'm not in it. I'm not in it, right? Even in those mornings, I still sit. It's like, I commit to bringing awareness to whatever it is you want by asking. I don't know why asking is what it is. If something else feels like you want to do that instead, then do that instead. But they are here to co-create with us and they are here to provide and it's already done, right? So it's like, it's really kind of cute because the only reason we're asking is so that we bring it into our own consciousness. It's already done. They already know what it is that's next for you. They've already provided it. It's already there. We as a human being are just moving towards it. So it's kind of like every time I ask, I always ask for the same things. It's like when I'm asking, it's you, I always hear like, oh, it's already done. It's already done. It's you guys are so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. And they're always saying how cute we are. We're so cute. We're so cute. Um, they, they, they really see us as these cute little human beings, you know, um, because they know who we are. They know that we're these light beings. And so we're being we're playing this role of a human. Um and they get it. They know how difficult it is and challenging. But um, but bringing that awareness, that consciousness by asking, um, you're re- you're you're reminding yourself. Oh yeah, you know, or your higher self. You're reminding even if you ask your higher self, you know, just by asking your higher self to come in, and then just feeling and knowing that your higher self is in your body. Oh yeah, my higher self is here. Because what happens is we don't feel it, we don't believe it, we don't trust it, we don't know it. So you trick yourself every morning. You just start to trick yourself until eventually you believe it. And then it becomes a, your reality. And then, and then there's no doubt because miracles start to happen. You know, you start to listen and feel your higher self like you never have before. You know, you start to, you start to feel that light in your body. You start to hear that voice louder and louder and louder. So it's just us as human beings learning. Like it's like oh, we're in kindergarten and we're just learning how to be in these higher vibrations, these higher frequencies. We're, we're learning how to live in these higher 
dimensions that we're moving into. It's not like you just move into that dimension and boom, you know, it's no, 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 no. You, you got to learn how to be in that space, how to live in that space. And we're being asked that over and over again, you know, with your, with your example, it's like, okay, how much can you trust that voice? How much can you know that it's not in your hands, that there is something bigger than you that you need to provide, right? And it's not about you. It's about what you're here to do for these people. And can you get out of your own way? And the more you do that, the more things are going to start to open up. You know, it's like, oh, my goodness gracious. Um, It's amazing. And, you know, it's very interesting. You know, I know many of us can look back at journals and the writing that we've received, the messages that we've received, and maybe beat ourselves up for not taking the action. And we have to be courageous. We really do. And, you know, it is exhilarating. Once you do it and we get to that whole new level, it feels really good. Yeah. So that's just a reminder for everyone to feel good about it, you know. Yeah. To be bold and to be brave. Well, yeah. you take people on journeys. And you've got a special offer that allows people to go into these other dimensions and to experience the light beings around them. Um, talk a little bit about that because I know I was going to invite you to do an online healing retreat with us as well. We can talk about that offline, but that's what you already do. And so you've got some of those for us. Explain a little bit of those. And then I've got one last question for you. So the, it's so interesting because when you, So it's kind of like these journeys are 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 beyond my my ability to even kind of explain it. It's like so what's being opened for us are is is an ability to be guided. So I'm channeling and guiding you the whole time in an energetic field in an energetic space. So we move with our etheric bodies. And we move into these spaces that have been created by these unbelievable beings, Lemurians. Lemurians have opened this space up. And once you move into this portal that they've opened, the star beings. So what happens is until we're capable of kind of sitting in this room, which I think I'm going to start doing, I'm being guided to do. But until we can sit in a room and kind of bring these beings in. It's easy to go into portals and, and spaces like Mount Shasta that have, that the star beings are already accessing. So when you, when you, when you hear about the, um, portals around the world that are sacred spaces, sacred, uh, areas, right? It's because these light beings are using it to come in and out. Come in and out meaning, mm-hmm. uh, participate kind of on the earth plane as opposed to staying sort of in the higher realms. So when they come in, they have a, they can, they can um, access us a little bit easier. So what happens is we move into these dimensions and these portals with our etheric light bodies and anybody can do it if you just understand. And when you go into these portals and these dimensions, your body's vibrating at a way higher frequency 
And you, and as your body vibrates at a higher frequency, you can then experience higher frequency beings. So the Lemurians are five, six, and seventh dimension. Star beings move from a seventh to like a 25th, probably way beyond that dimensions. But I've only experienced like 20 in the 20th realm. That's the highest I've been able to really feel. Um, but because they are using these portals, we can experience them. We're, we're able to go in and feel them. We're able to go in and hear them. We're able to go in and, and access them. And again, like I was saying, I think it's going to become some, this is a gift that we're learning how to do so that we can all begin to do it. So we can close our eyes and just start shifting our energy, right? Speeding up the light in us so that we can start to experience these higher dimensional beings. Um, but telos is a, an amazing portal that allows us to enter into it in our light bodies and experience. And because I do it all the time and because it's my gift, it's what I'm here to do. I don't know how I do it. It just was given to me. Because I can hear everything and I can see everything, I channel it all. So you're standing right next to me. It's like you're, it's literally like we're walking into a city or a town that you've never been in, that you're blind and you're deaf, right? And so I'm basically like, hey, this is now in front of you. Now this is in front of you. This being's in front of you. This is what they're saying. This is what they're doing. And the magical piece about it, and I don't know how it happens, but it's because we're in our etheric bodies there. The person next to me, I don't care who they are. I don't care what they believe in or where they live or how old they are. They feel it. They deeply, deeply feel it. And that's the gift because it doesn't heal your life. It doesn't take away your pains, right? It doesn't, you still have to come back into the third dimension, which they always tell us, you know, they, they, they honor us for walking back into that dimension. And, and, and it's challenging when you're in that space. It's very sad and very hard to be like, okay, I'm going to leave this really high vibrational frequency and go back down into the denser place I live. But even having that awareness is amazing, right? Even having that separateness of like, wow, look at what I'm living in. Um, you, you take with you that you remember it's like, Oh my goodness gracious. Holy cow. I am so much bigger than this third dimensional body. Holy cow. I've got these star beings that are with me. Holy cow. I just experienced this love frequency that I've never experienced. And I was standing and I was like exchanging energy with them. And, and it was real and tangible. Um, and the the, the the gift of it, the reason for it is to remind you, is to remind you, is to continuously remind you. And again, like I said, it doesn't take away from like, they do clearings, they do, they do activations and clearings and things like that. Um, but they're actually not doing that this year. 2017, it was all about healing and clearing and activating. 2018, I have yet to take somebody in and have a, a healing or a clearing because what Adama says is we're healed. There is no healing that needs to happen. We are whole. We are done. There is no healing anymore. You are clearing, clearing, meaning you are pushing through, you are moving through, but you're not healing anything, right? And so there's no healing happening. And I'm not in charge. I don't make the rules when I go in. I just listen. 
And there's no activations happening either, which is interesting because the star beings used to do activations. It's all about experiencing these light beings and remembering who you are and what you're here to do and how you can access them. And, and for a lot of beings, a lot of human beings, it's just the remembrance that you came in to be on this playground and that you've already been a conduit of light for many lifetimes. You've been a light worker for many lifetimes. Um, that's what they've been showing people. There's certain individuals that come in that are not doing their work, supposedly, but they're conduits for light, and they have been for many lifetimes. And that, this is not the only lifetime that light's been coming in, right? But it's all we know. But there's been many light workers throughout the, the lifetimes that have been slowly beginning to bring this light onto the planet. And the, the painful part about these light workers is they had no idea and they still don't have any idea that that's what they're doing. Um, but to have that awareness, it's like, oh, they can relax now. Like, oh, wow. Okay. So I've been doing a lot of work without realizing it. I can take the pressure off myself now and and I can just be knowing that that I have been at this conduit of light moving through. And that's a little bit hard to kind of conceptualize because we can't see light. But there are many, many light workers out there right now that have no idea that they're doing their work just by being these conduits of pulling in the light. You know, we have to have conduits kind of pulling it in. We used to. I don't know if we still need to as much. But we used to have, we needed these physical vessels to really bring in and ground down and hold these, these frequencies and these human beings were doing it, um, without realizing. And I didn't know any of this until it was given to me, right? I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. There's times I'm in these journeys and I'm like, out loud, like, holy cow, that's the most amazing information. I've never heard that before. Um, you know, because it's all coming to me as it's coming to them. Um, there's Lemurians. There are human beings that are, are that lived in Lemuria. They came down from their star system just to be in this playground. They didn't volunteer, right? They came down to just, to just participate. Like, what is it like to have a dense body? And what is it like? Cause even in Lemuria, your body was physical. Um, what is it like to, to have emotion? What is it like to feel? What is it like to be with another physical body? But what happened was when the continent sunk and Lemurians knew that it was going to happen, there were, there were Lemurians that were given an option to volunteer. So they could either go back to their star system or they could sink and come and reincarnate over and over again and volunteer to participate right now. And so lots of Lemurian human beings did that. They were like, I'll, 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 I'll volunteer, I'll participate. And there's a lot of Lemurians that are on the planet right now that didn't. They just went down and then went into this reincarnation cycle as just a participant, just to participate. Um, so there's such a gamut that you learn when you go in of who you are and what your journey has been. And, um, and, 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 and that's, I think it's really important. I think it's really important because it helps you to kind of relax, right? It's like, oh, okay. It's okay. I, I'm, I've been doing this, you know, I've been doing this and, I, and I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to continue to do this and I'm taking care of it and I'm guided and, and I'm still very human, right? 
because um, it doesn't take away from the very human part of it. The, the, the struggle, the difficulty is, again, what we were saying earlier, how do you hold both? Mm-hmm. How do you hold both of these realities? It's How do you hold the reality that you were just hanging out with Lemurians and star beings that was very real and you're going to, you need to go and deposit a check at the bank and you're hoping that it cat, you know, that you have enough money in your checking account to pay your bills. Or that there's fracking going on in your neighborhood. Right. Or there's, there's a, what's that called? The chemtrails. Right. Or people are dying of cancer at 27 years old. Like, how do you hold that? Both are real. Both are real. Right. And, I guess you would have to choose between the fear that is generated and be a self-generator of love. Bingo. You have to not focus on the fear. You have to focus on that it's taken care of, that it's, that it is overseen by love, that it's all overseen by love, that there actually is a larger picture and if you can focus, if you can put your energy more in this space of, and it's very challenging and I'm very careful how I say this, but if you notice what you are putting your attention on energetically in your emotional body, that's going to feed it. So it doesn't mean you're not aware It doesn't mean it's okay. It just means start to pay attention to energetically in your physical body the response you're having Um, because that's feeding whatever that situation is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So how do you come from a place of it's all perfect? hard, challenging, that will upset people. But if you know that there is this kind of umbrella of love kind of holding all of it. You know, I had an experience on Mount Shasta. I'll just say this story real fast. I was walking by myself on Mount Shasta, and there's I have been shown ships in the sky like I've never seen before. I think because they want me to really understand that they're here. Because even I am like, hmm, sure they're here, but are they really here? You know, I'm still human in that sort of like, okay, I know they're here, but they've been showing themselves like for me. So like behind clouds? Yeah, so what clouds. they do is they, um, it's energy. So it's okay. all, so if you imagine it as, as, as frequency. So energy heats up, right? So the faster something spins, it will, it heats up, it spins fast. And they're all over the sky, right? But there will be condensation that will form and they will, and especially around Mount Shasta, they, you can see the ships. The multi, they're multidimensional. And I mean, it is, you don't even, your jaw drops. It's like condensation of a ship. You can start to see the layers. Yeah. You start to see the dimensions and it's depth. Shape. Yes. Yes. And it gets darker in the middle, right? Because there's, there's dimensions in there and then it gets lighter out and it shape shifts. So. 
but it hangs in the air. Yes, it doesn't move, right? So you're like, everything else is moving. This thing's not moving. And it's got these layers and layers and layers of dimensionality to it. Like, it's almost like it's going in, right? And different star systems have different shaped ships, which I'm learning about. The Octurians have been cuckoo crazy around here lately. So they've been all over the place. So I was watching this ship and you can energetically, when you're in front of it, you can feel, you can just like, if you're in your body, like we're supposed to be, you can feel, right? And I watched and, and there were, chem, there's, uh, there's more chemtrails around Mount Shasta than I've ever seen. So there's these chemtrails, right? And I'm like, okay, so let me get this straight, guys. There you are. There's chemtrails. Why are there chemtrails? Why is this happening? Why, why is this happening? Why? Mm-hmm. And two very distinct realities. And I, and I heard them so loudly say, we've got it. We're taking care of it. It's done. Don't worry about it. It's okay. that's why do you think we're here? Why do you think we're here? We're taking care of it. Always doubt, right? So I'm a human being with, a, I still doubt sometimes, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, you're taking care of it. Great, great, great. But these people are dying of cancer at like 27 years old. I, I don't get it. And they're like, it's done. It's taken care. We are healing. It's, 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 it doesn't impact you. It's a, it's your belief systems are telling you, continuing to tell you that this is real, that this is happening. If you buy into that reality, bear with me. If you buy into that reality, they're saying, then that is the reality you will live in. If you buy into a different reality, that is the reality that you will live in. Very hard to understand and conceptualize as a human being, but it's true. And so I'm listening to this information come in and I'm like, oh my God, I can't share this with people. They're going to think I'm cuckoo, right? And all of a sudden out of this ship, out of this cloud, this other, in front of my eyes, this sh- this ship, this tinier ship forms within maybe 10 seconds. This multidimensional layered ship forms out of the other ship, forms in front of me, and I'm like, what this is insane and then is gone doesn't just doesn't go back into the the cloud it's gone and it was a multi-dimensional holy cow ship and that appeared as i was questioning what they were saying as i was having a really hard time like okay i can't as human beings we want to see show me show me that reality show me that that's true right And when they did that, I was like, okay, okay, we are asked to have blind faith. We are asked to have blind faith. We are asked to know that the chemtrails are there, these beings are here, and that we're safe. Can we believe that we're safe? Can you believe that you're safe? Can you believe that you're not going to get cancer and sick? Can you believe that no matter what is coming out of those planes, you're okay? Can you believe that? Can you trust that? And that is one of the realities we're being asked to step into is really having this deep, deep blind faith that even if you can't see it, even if we're not used to living in that paradigm, can you step into something new? Can you believe something else can exist? 
Um, can you believe that? Can you step into that that's opening for us? Um, and there's a lot of us that won't, and that's okay because you're going to move along with it anyways. The consciousness is shifting, so you'll just move along with the consciousness. But a lot of us are being asked to kind of pull, like let's let's pull humanity along into this other way of being. Um, and maybe just sort of spark people's awareness. Yes, you know, that's why I always encourage everyone to hold the vision of New Earth, what that means to us. We've heard that for many years, hold that vision of New Earth. And when I go through those TSA lines at the airport, <laughs> I always turn to the person next to me and I'm like, it's going to be really good when this is over. And it's amazing. Some people, it does raise their awareness because they're like, it's never going to be over. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it'll be nice when it's over, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what we have to do is encourage that higher consciousness perspective, the vision. And it's not a cop-out mm -mm. to say there'll be no more fracking. Mm -mm. But just by getting people to hold that vision and, and to become aware of it, like you said, we're feeling it now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not you're not pretending it's not happening. It's mm -hmm. like, I see what's happening. I see all of that what's happening. I feel the pain of the collective. And exactly what you said, can I hold for humanity in there until we're all able to hold that? Can I hold that it's already done? That these yes. beings that are in the sky are actually coming out in this exact moment to dissolve whatever it is. But we can't see that. So can I hold that reality? Um, and a lot of us are being asked to hold that other reality. You know, it's, it's with so many things and being asked to step into a totally different reality about how the world works. And yes. we can't see it. We just can't. Um, we have to believe it first. We have to believe it. You have to really, really believe it. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not that you're denying what's happening. It's not that you're not recognizing it or seeing it. It's that you're giving just as much awareness to the fact that it's being taken care of. Um, you know, I was, I was 13 when I knew that I was going to be helping with the ascension. And even back then, when all the things would happen in the world, right, all the destruction and all the government, all that, I always knew. I was like, and my friends thought I was crazy, but I always knew it didn't matter. It's already taken care of. We're, we're, it's, it's okay. I always had that sort of bigger perspective. I never got caught into the drama of life because I always knew that there was a bigger picture and that it was all going to be okay. And people looked at me like, well, you're, you're not being, you're not participating. You're not, you're not being aware of what's going on in the world. You're not, yeah. you're in denial. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I'm completely aware of it all. I'm just not buying into it. I know that we're taken care of. I know that there's a much bigger picture out there. Um, and that 
in that bigger picture, we're going to be fine. Um, but it's really hard for the human to have that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that come onto the, the planet and come into their physical bodies in this lifetime to really play out those roles, which is great. It's part of the human experience, right? Um, but we are being asked. There are new realities, literally physical portals that are kind of like opening up in the middle of the space, right? They're showing me. These beings are showing me. There's like, it's literally like this round portal that's opening that we're being asked to kind of walk into and it's a totally new reality and it's like oh my goodness this is really this is big and can we step into that and step out of how we've been living for so long um so it's not just you know your physical body's moving through things and and, you know, your cells are changing, your DNA is changing, you're connecting with your higher self. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Guess what? You're also being asked to walk into these other realities, like these other collective consciousnesses that exist, that other lightworkers are already walking into and living in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like the, 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 the way showers, right? Like the front lines, the soldiers on the front lines being like, oh, my God, I'm living in this space. Can you guys come with me? And a lot of people are like, oh, that's, I don't know about that, you know? Um I, I don't know if I can trust that. I don't know if I can, I don't believe in that. And it's like, okay, well, eventually you'll, be, eventually we're going to get there because that's where we're going. Um, but they are opening really tangibly now for us to walk into. And so just having that awareness of it, right? Um, which also comes back to having the awareness of, of being a human, right? Really watching your humanness, watching how human you are, watching the human part of you. Um, is really important right now, really important, um, because you'll start to look at how cute you are as a human being. It's Instead of being so into it and attached to it, you'll start to look at how cute we are as humans and what we do as human beings and 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 how we live as human beings. And, um, and it's important to have that perspective, I think, because, um, you know, we aren't human. We are, but we aren't, right? And so holding both of those, realities of okay yeah or the multiple realities we're also source right so then you then you have to start being like oh my god i also am source hold on a second like this is too much like i'm also i've got a i've got a i've got the light within me that's in you that's in this person every single person has that that light of sort we all came from source right so then then you go into that bigger perspective it's like okay well hold on let me just deal with the fact that like i've lived on lemuria or i have star families that are with me like you know so but we're, but that's what we're being asked to start to grasp, really understand and hold, not just, not just in our minds, but like really start to grasp and feel. Um, which again, when we were on Lemuria, we were completely connected to that. Um, completely, you know, the, 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 the spark of divinity within us is one eighth of an inch right now. So they say, I don't know how they know that or how they measure that. But it's tiny, right? And when we were on Lemuria, it was much larger. We, we were much more expanded. We were much, we had a much more a, a, a bigger awareness of the light connecting us to higher self, I am presence, and source. And and so as we fell and had that fall from grace, so to speak, it not only did are the veils come in, not only did we kind of really shut off. But that light, that spark within us really diminished. Um, 
And so as it's beginning to wake up, it's like, oh my goodness, I'm source. Everybody's source. We're all one. And then it's like, ah, oh, I'm not whole saying that we're all one. It's like, you know, yeah, we're all one. But then to really feel that no, we really, really are all one. It's like, oh good. Okay. Well, I don't really think I'm like Trump or somebody else, you know? And it's like, oh no, 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 you, you are. Everyone's, you know, so then, so it's just these bigger realities that are opening for us to walk into and feel more. Um, it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. A yeah. very exciting time. Yeah. Uh, you're really helping people to experience the feeling more and more. Yeah. And them into those dimensions. Wow. Lori Ladd, we are out of time for our show, but I want to give you just a quick moment to say some words of encouragement for all the listeners to really experience the feeling as an observer. Yeah. The message that's coming in right now is, is to really, really soften, to, to relax, to, to know that it's all okay, that it's all taken care of, that you are okay, that you are fine, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what it looks like. Can you soften? Can you release the control? Can you just settle, right? Can you just settle in? Can you know that you are held? Can you know that you are guided? Even in the moments where you are so dense and so thick and so in it, can you begin to step out just for a moment, just for a moment, step out and remember Remember that it's all divine. Remember that it's all perfect. Remember that you are so held, so held, so loved, so honored, so cherished for what you're doing on the planet right now, that it's not easy. And it is a commitment that you made and you're here and you're doing it no matter what it looks like. And it's going to get easier. It's going to get easier. Um, and you're surrounded you know, you're surrounded by these beautiful, beautiful beings. And it doesn't take it away from the fact that, like, you're still third-dimensional human living your life. But you are surrounded and loved, and it's going to get easier. It's absolutely going to get easier. Um, that 2018 is going to be much easier than 2017. Um, so just surrender, soften, soften into your life. Just soften, you know. And with that, we hear a collective whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so we soften and we listen and we take action in the best way that we know how. This is New Earth and yeah. how it is co-created. Yeah. Lori Ladd, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Your special offer is available for those who want to experience the feeling of moving into those dimensions. Thank you for that and thank you for this quantum conversation. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much love to you and your audience. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
Thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourself like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.